Hello, and welcome to Season 4 of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast from the Believe Podcast Network. We are Matt and Kevin, and each week we're bringing you news about gaming, pop culture, and of course, Overwatch. This week, we covered the kickoff clash, France, and updates on Overwatch 2. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. It is officially June, which means we're like at the halfway point of the year, which I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, but now we're officially in June. So I don't I don't like that we're halfway through 2022 yet. Uh, oh, we're halfway there. <laughs> we're living on a prayer, but none of those prayers are being answered. <laughs> I guess, yeah, very true right now. We're still stuck in COVID. We're still stuck in pandemic. It's the world is dying and it's hot and there's still Ukraine happening and monkeypox now. Yeah. Uh yeah, sorry, I'm running on like two brain cells right now. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I mean, how how has everything been with you? Like, I know you're you're trying to get everything settled with your new job and in getting all of your um, curriculum sorted and trying to figure out uh, the camp and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. So now, now I could definitely go into this. So um, I'm an instructor at UC Berkeley esports um, summer camp for this season uh, for the summer season. And it's going to be an eight week program. Uh, we are in week one. Um yeah, the hours are are gonna be are fun. Ooh, <laughs> I've been up since six a.m. Oh God! Uh, so essentially, like there, there's like a morning, like thing that happens. So like at seven o'clock, like the parents are allowed to drop off their kid, and then uh-huh. we have extended care. So like the the original thing starts. My bad. It goes from like seven to nine is like the morning care. And then from nine to four is like the regular camp is like what we have structured. Mm -hmm. And then there's extended care that goes from four to six. So if any student happens to, you know, have extended care, we're there from like seven to six and even longer 11 hours uh, or like 12 hours a day, just because like. We have to close down everything at the end of the day and then like do like a routine check and make sure that everything's all good. Um, so, yeah, I, I've had 12 hour days for the past two days. And uh, yeah, I, my brain not good right now. <laughs> um, and it, it, We're recording this on Tuesday because there's a lot of other things that are going on. Um, but yeah, it's just like my brain do be fried. Oh, dear. Like I oh god that's a lot that's a lot to deal with. I mean is it at least fun for you? Oh yeah, I mean I I literally just get to go in and play Valorant and Overwatch all day and then just be like, okay, what what have we learned from this game? Do you like it? Do you want to keep playing it yes or no? And then we just we either help them improve what they're they're doing good already or uh or like give them like simple pointers on how to like do certain mechanics so far. Mm. So it's pretty nice. Um, 
there is a lot of like downtime, which is good. Um, and we have like an hour of coding worked into it. And we also have, uh, you also have outdoor activities for an hour. Um, that's really helpful. Um, it definitely is a great break from taking than just like sitting in front of the computer all day, which is pretty much all we do from like nine to whatever. So, Mm. um, it is great, you know, to have outside time and be able to like breathe. Um, but the reason why, once again, like the, I called Matt here, it's a Tuesday, uh, for us, this is a non-regular recording day. Um, Wednesday I have, I'm going to be watching the, uh, the game three of the NBA finals at the chase center. Oh, um, so it's just a big watch party. We're going to be inside of the Chase Center. Uh, and that's, you know, something cool. But um, Thursday is also a little hectic for me because I was called up by all of the casters from Pokemon Unite. And they said, hey, let's do like a caster clash. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it just happens to be on a Thursday. So I have to like mentally prepare for that and i i got very little practice in so um yeah that's uh that's gonna be fun um let's know how that goes that sounds exciting it is exciting because we're playing like a non-traditional format um which essentially is like the we we kind of get to decide the game on our own um Mm -hmm. but we'll see how it goes um it's really it's an honor, honestly, to be playing with some some of like the biggest content creators in the space, um, and some of the bigger casters in the space as well. So, um, hopefully, I don't just like absolutely just fail because I'm like brain dead from from working a uh, you know the whole morning shift with the esports kids and then having to come over and uh, play even more games immediately afterwards. So, ho- having you know fingers crossed that I can survive this, you know yeah let us keep us updated because i want to i want to hear how this is in, in the end because it seems like a, a good opportunity and a lot of fun yeah it it definitely feels like it, it it it's like me being like kind of i wouldn't say bottom of the barrel but like i literally haven't been doing like any uploads i haven't been on any like big stage recently um and the fact that they're like hey you want to play? And I'm like, okay, you guys remember me. Thank you. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's honestly an honor. So, uh, I'll definitely keep you guys updated as we move on into, um, in after, you know, post breakdown and everything and how, how it goes. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Matt? How's your week? Are you running on more than, uh, four hours of sleep a night? Yes. Generally, I mean, okay. So I, I am thankful because tomorrow originally I was supposed to wake up at 4 a.m. to post something for work. I Jeez. don't have to now because our client's like, you know what? I'll just do it. You don't you guys can you guys can sleep. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. So I I I am getting enough sleep now. It's it's weird because I used to be able to like stay up for really late and not really feel it, but now it's like once like midnight hits, I'm like barely able to keep my eyes open. I can feel the age coming, Kevin. Thirty is thirty is looming its head already. I don't like it. Here's Not here's fun. something that like I I totally agree with that, but I have like a little bit of an opposite problem where like I'm tired. Like anytime 
between like eight o'clock and 11. And if I pass that 11 threshold, it's over. Like I, I'm up and I am awake and I'm like, <laughs> uh-huh. no. So I've been trying to like tell my friends, like, don't message me. I'm trying to, I'm going to try to sleep early. And then they're like, don't watch an episode. I'll, uh... <laughs> and then I'll do it. And then it will be like, how did, how is it one o'clock? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, um, it tends to happen. See, for me, what happened was, is that like, I, uh, I just, it, I ruined my sleep schedule starting in college and I've never been able to, um, to write that to the point where I can sleep. I get to like sleep at a normal, reasonable hour for a normal, reasonable amount of time. So now with me, it's like whenever I'm not moving, I I'm falling asleep. So if I'm not like actively doing something, if I'm sitting down and just chilling, my body will shut down. And it's like, okay, sleep time. So that's why I have, like, I think at this point I just have to like keep myself active and awake if i want to be awake otherwise i'm just passing out on your couch <laughs> yeah it, i i can't i can't sit still uh anymore and especially in the middle of like you know esports camp i'm like ah <laughs> i'm trying to just stay awake try to keep moving um but yeah it's uh yeah yeah it, it's tough but yeah. it's fun i also i i did an adulty thing kevin Mm. I did the I did an adulty thing. I now I have a car now. Yay! Uh, what what'd you get? I have a 2022 Toyota Corolla in white. Nice. Because they only had white. <laughs> My that car is a reliable car. My car looks like it looks like a killer whale, just with the like the radio fin in the back, and it's like white and black. So it oh. looks like a killer whale. Nice. So, Originally, I was gonna call it the Ninja Mobile, but now that's that's just a mouthful. So at this point, I'm just I'm calling it the Orca. That's my uh, that's that's the name of my car. Uh, my brother also had a car, and it's like his is also brand new. And today we found that um, someone went and they scratched it. It's like it's not like a a, a surface scratch. No, it's like a deep scratch in there. And we're thinking no. it's probably like the neighborhood teenagers did some shit to his car. Well, I'm I'm about to do something terrible to those neighborhood teenagers. Uh-oh. I'm your not-so-friendly neighborhood Kevin man, and I got two fists with your name on it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the title of this episode, The Not-So-Friendly Neighborhood Kevin Man. Uh-oh. That, that'd be a really terrible comic book. Just... <laughs> I, I come into your neighborhood like Fortnite, and then I just beat up the beat up the local bad guys and leave. The stupid local teenagers who are keying people's cars or like grabbing rocks and like carving scratches. Yeah, just come and in then... and just like chuck like just throw an anime book at their head or, or what anime book? Throw a book of manga at their head, and it's just like knocks them out. They they carve key they they carve shapes into the side of your car. I carve shapes into their forehead. Uh, <laughs> that's how it is. All right, so let's get into the news for this week. Um, I so this kind of wrap, ties into a weird um, post that I saw today. Kevin, you you grew up. You're my age. You grew up in the early two thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that trend when they like made a bunch of like shirts that turned cartoon characters into like gangsters and stuff and like rappers? Oh yeah, yeah. 
it, this is tangentially tied to to the topic, but it, it just reminded me of that. But like, what the hell was that about? Uh, the just the just the vibe of it. Yeah. What? Why? I I get that hip hop was growing, but like, why? Like, cartoon? Why? Like, why did you make SpongeBob and like Bugs Bunny into like the hardest rappers that you could possibly imagine? Like full on grill, like rings on every finger, tattoos all over them, <laughs> looking like they're about to rap battle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that became a trend. Uh, but I guess if you if you like it, you, uh, you go for it. <laughs> it. Was real weird. Um, but now I guess we are having the um, the twenty twenty two version of that. So um specifically warner brothers and looney tunes they are starting to license their cartoon characters as nfts so um oh no you want to guess who's the first victim kevin uh is it one of the cartoon gangsters i mean if you click on the link it's it's kind of it's it's leaning in that direction okay yeah 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 okay the first victim is Tweety Bird. So Warner Brothers is teaming up with an NFT company, Nifty, to create the Looney Tunes What's Up Block. It's a story-driven oh, blockchain I don't like program that. <laughs> that will, according to a release, use digital art as a new medium for storytelling, creating a fresh narrative for Looney Tunes franchise that will be revealed through NFTs. So since this is the 80th anniversary of Tweety Bird, Warner Brothers decided, you know what? Let's make Tweety Bird into an NFT. Uh, and apparently, if you collect these things, you'll earn, quote, rewards and benefits, including virtual meet and greets and special access to Looney Tunes merchandise and never before seen content. Um, I hate this. I I do too. I don't like the first of all the what's up block. Uh, uh get get out of there. Uh, so <laughs> that shouldn't dumb. be a thing. Uh, I I just I don't know. Oh, but Kevin, you can get a virtual meet and greet with Tweety Bird. Well, I'm a to... Oh, <laughs> you're the least helpful player in Space Jam. So why <laughs> <laughs> why would I want to meet you? But I mean, if you look, the reason I I brought that up earlier with the gangster thing, like one of the first image, one of the images that are they're showing, and I'm gonna Google some more, see if I can find them. But one of the first images is like Tweety Bird with a gold chain and the white tank top and a red like headband. That's kind of like, is that Tupac? Are you? you, Let let me let me check. Let me check the cross reference here. It looks like they're doing Tupac and Biggie. Uh, da-da. oh, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, okay. Hold on. Ew, they have one that, where he's dressed up as is Bugs Bunny too. Yeah, I'm not a fan of these. Like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, they just have a bunch of of different like Tweety Birds. Like, there's one in the Groucho Marx mask. There's one with the Bitcoin. It's like he's in gold. He's got a crown. He's got the Bitcoin in his eyes. Um, he's a he's polka dots in one of them. 
but yeah, no, this is, I mean, NFTs are already, NFTs are going down and I feel like companies at this point are just releasing things that they've had in, in progress for a while. I don't think that they're going to be able to get a, a huge return on this investment. I hope not because then at that point, at least they'll stop doing it. But this is uh, Warner brothers, I think is, is just leaning very hard into the NFT thing. I think they're, I don't know what their leadership is doing, but they're very behind on the, um, like fan sentiment. Like they did it with, with Batman in the bat cowls, which is just like, Oh, you have a, um, a fake Batman digital cowl thing that you can use for like whatever goodies that they want to do in the future. And I think, I don't know. I, I hate how they're trying to put in these incentives, but the incentives are really stupid. Like Kevin, what, what I mean, honestly, Kevin, what could be better than meeting Tweety bird virtually? Uh, what, what can be, what is better? Yeah. What, what could be literally better anything. Ugh. <laughs> oh, so that is this week's update and how nfts are stupid moving on um so another thing that's involving um cartoon characters from our childhoods or at least kevin in my childhood i don't know what i don't know what age y'all are who you're listening but if you were like 90s kids like kevin and me um nickelodeon was a big part of our childhoods i would assume what I'm assuming Kevin was Nickelodeon a big part of your childhood. Yes, I, okay. I watched I watched a good amount. Like I was I was one of the lucky ones that had cable, so I was yeah. I was able to bounce between, uh, you know, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and the Disney Channel. Um, so like I know a lot of people pick their factions. I was just absorbing all all of them. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So Nickelodeon All Star Brawl that that smash like game that came out. I think it's going to be free on PlayStation this month. Um, but after a very long time and after a lot of media coverage of this game, um, they finally decided to add voice lines to this game, which funny enough coincides with shortly after the release of the trailer of multiversal, which is a Warner brothers version of a smash like game, except uh, multiversal had voice acting from the beginning um this very much seems like uh nintendo was playing catch up they i feels like they are threatened by multiversal which i mean i haven't heard a ton about all-star brawl some people like it i've heard it's very floaty and feels kind of soulless especially without the voice acting so the characters that are getting voice acting are Cora, Sandy, Helga, Michelangelo, Ren and Stimpy, Danny Phantom, Shredder, Catdog, um, SpongeBob, Leonardo, Garfield, Patrick Zim, Reptar, Lincoln Loud, Lucy Loud, Jenny, Oblina, Nigel Thornberry, Toph, Aang, April O'Neil, and Powdered Toastman. Um, Hugh Neutron's voice actor is apparently also coming back for this later on, but that is going to be later because he has not been officially added to the game yet. Um, one of the reasons why that besides just being threatened by multiversal, um, one of the reasons why I've heard that might be why they have not waited until they have waited until now to add voice acting is because 
this game was built on a like an absolute shoestring budget and they just wanted to get it out and see if it would perform well before they invested the money and time into adding the voice actors but i don't know that seems like a very it seems like a very half-hearted strategy it seems like you don't believe in the game so if like if the developer themselves don't believe in this game why should anybody else yeah i i feel like one it is an answer um and i'm fine with that you know especially when it comes to multiverses and um and nickelodeon brawl stars uh it's it's gonna be like you know close uh all-star brawl brawl stars is something else so (laughs) nickelodeon all-star brawl and um multiverses are gonna be in direct competition with each other and it's just gonna push each other further so when we saw multiverses and they had like you know full voice acting um they had to answer back in a way to like draw the crowd back to them and if this is the play to do it go for it um i i hope that we can get some uh get some interesting like back and forth between the two because like we all know that you know smash was the one that really set everything into motion um so how is this going to kind of keep that going knowing that you know um like kind of keep that spirit going that is really the main concept of it um but yeah it's uh definitely going to be an interesting one to see once we finally get once again full roster and voice acting in um and you know we we might have other characters join as well so um lots to look forward for that i mean for me at least i think if i play it i'm gonna play it when it's free which supposedly is happening within the next couple days for um for the playstation plus stuff um i don't know if this is enough to actually make me care about the game like when i first heard about it i thought i was kind of interested but i was turned off by hearing that there was no voice acting so if if, like if this happened to a game that like you cared about kevin initially like i don't know if you cared about um all-star brawl but like if the, if like voice acting came belatedly, like would that be enough to get you to care? Because for me right now, I fully do not care about All Star Brawl. Yeah, I feel like it's. I don't know if that was it. I feel like Nickelodeon when they made this game, it was just like, let's just take a shot in the dark. Let, let's hope that it uh-huh. works. Um, and then you know it started to pick up, especially at the end of you know, uh smash ultimate and they're them being like this is the final announcement um but i think that after that you have a lot of people who were like okay let's fill the void with this fun game is brand new um and yeah i i feel like both of these if anything will just put each other to make like a better game overall because you know Mm -hmm. people are going to split their time between either one or the other um unless we have another you know uh you have another like Sonic Fox era character or player that just flips between the two all the time and it just happens to work. So um, I hope that we get to see, you know, a good competition between the two, even though it is, it feels like Nickelodeon is just being like, okay, it's starting to become popular. Let's pump some money into this. Um, It's also kind of important that like, um, that like both of them are just spurring each other on to create better content for, for the players. Mm-hmm. see for me i'm like i'm looking at this cast list and they're they're getting the actual voice actors from 
the shows, they're not kind of getting approximations of the voice actors. Um, like Tom Kenny's coming in. Um, Richard Horvitz is coming in. Um, Roger Fa- Fagerback. I, I've never, I've listened to him pronounce his name before, but I've never actually gotten it. But Patrick, his, his actor is coming in. So like it's characters and voice actors that for a lot of people are very nostalgic. And like that nostalgia is something that they could have used to really um, get people invested in this game and to pull them in. And to add it in now, I think was a backward strategy. I think that had you like leaned into it from the beginning, I think you would have had a lot more success in getting people to care about the game, as I've said. And like you look at multiverses, which is going to be a free to play game, but from the get go is having the the voice actors do their thing and, and like bring this game to life. And like, yes, free to play. That's kind of scary because it might mean microtransactions and stuff but like at least at least it feels like they're investing in it as opposed to this where it's just like hey let's just fill this void with whatever we can yeah i i feel like that is like it does feel like a really knee-jerk reaction but at least they're going for like they're at least getting the voice actors from the show and i feel like that's you know a really good detail to add um because most most of the time you just phone it in you just call Mm -hmm. up somebody and who just kind of sounds like it and then you just hope that it works but um i know that they're probably going to go back and forth in terms of like release and like what we could possibly see in the future you know um but yeah we'll we'll definitely keep that in mind uh as we continue doing coverage of this Okay, so moving on from cartoony things, let's move internationally to France. Um, Kevin, France is banning esports. Technically, how do you feel? Yeah, yeah, it, I I saw it, and uh, <laughs> you know, we we had the we had the discussion. Um, I actually don't know if it, we we brought it up last week. I don't think we um, did. We we didn't talk about the the Paris Eternal. Did I don't we? think we. I don't know if we did. Oh no, they okay. they're moving to Las Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we so, did talk about that. We did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I, it could possibly because be due to this whole thing of like no esports. So, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of weird. Okay, we're being a little bit disingenuous here. They're they're still going to have esports per se, but you're not allowed to call them esports. So. Um, France is very like big about its culture and its cultural integrity. I feel like a lot of Europe is. They're very protective of their history and their culture. Like, for example, you look at Italy and Parmesan. Like, Parmesan, you can only call it Parmesan if it's made in Parma. And, like, they're very protective of that. France is has that stereotype of being very snooty and being very proud of being French. Um and I, I guess that stereotype is coming true here because as a way to preserve the purity of the French language, the French government is banning a lot of anglicized terms or terms outside of the French language that mainly come from English. Um, they're banning the use of those terms. Um, of it's it, This only really applies to government officials. They can't like really ban like the average everyday person from using these terms. 
just in official communication. So um, as reported by The Guardian, the Ministry of Culture cited a barrier to understanding for non-gamers as the reason behind like swapping these loan words. So I can't I can't speak French. Um, so I'm going to attempt to pronounce these. Uh, I apologize to those of you who do speak French. Um, so pro gamer translates to Joe. How I can't pronounce. I don't even know how to begin to pronounce these because there's it's all vowels. Don't, it's, don't even worry about it. It's like J O U E U R professionnel, which is pro gamer. Um, cloud gaming. Jiu video and nuage, which is cloud gaming, and then like streamer is now J O U E U R animateur and direct, so direct live player instead of streamer, which just it's it's so much clunkier to say than streamer. Um, I don't think this is going to really take. I think they're just going to get um clowned by a lot of the the gaming community and especially the French gaming community. Um, then again, I don't understand. I don't have the French mentality and mindset. Some people might be on board with this as a way to emphasize how French they are and like country pride, you know? Yeah. And also why a lot of your esports is probably going to move away from there. Uh, <laughs> if, if you have to like extend the word so much more, uh, it feels like you know it, i would hate to be that person who's like esports and they're like no <laughs> no like you know no the Fr- the french word the the long one and you're like oh, okay hon, hon, like, hon. just let me just let me enjoy whatever's going on you know um but yeah i i feel like that that's honestly how it is I mean, like with communication, people are always looking for ways to be faster and more efficient. And this is literally the opposite of that. Yeah. I I think that this is this is just taking it way too seriously and taking it over the top. I I wish that this was an April Fool's Day joke, but it's it's clearly not. So uh we'll definitely think think about it. I like how the um the image that PC Gamer used is Widowmaker. <laughs> I mean, they they gotta get us to look at it, anyways. Yeah, French. Who's the Frenchiest French person you can think of in uh, in gaming? Widowmaker. Oh yeah, true. Um. So another um international thing. So something that I've reported for before in the um in my esports reporting was that the Olympics were going to use the Asian games as a way to kind of slowly integrate and, and test drive, including esports, into official Olympic competition. Um, that has been postponed. Um, just originally it was supposed to be in China, but they postponed it because of a COVID outbreak, I believe. Um, in 2018, in the Asian games in Jakarta, they kind of had a little bit of a demonstration of what esports could look like. But now it's going to be uh, an official awarded event. Um, and this was announced um, back in September, but um, actually that was a while ago. But I think the um, the announcement was in that in May that they would the games would be coming back in September um, because they were again postponed. So Kevin, do you 
do you have a guess of what the eight meddling games are going to be? Uh, I have no idea. I would, I would much rather like, I, I feel like it would be a good variety of games. I would hope. Um, but I, I clearly don't know, uh, <laughs> what specific things are going to be focusing on. Okay. So we have FIFA. Okay. Um, there's going to be an Asian games version of the PUBG mobile and arena of valor. Okay. Dota two. Ooh. League. Okay. Dream Three Kingdoms 2, which I've never heard of. Okay. Hearthstone. Uh, all right. And Street oh, okay. Fighter 5. Oh, 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 okay. Uh didn't really expect Hearthstone to be there. I didn't yeah. expect Dota 2 to be in the loop either. Uh, but um yeah, a lot of these are like are a lot of these are MOBAs, which is fine. I mean, literally Dota 2 League, Arena Valor. Um are all multiplayer online battle arenas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who decided this was the Olympic Council of Asia? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I get it. They want the variety here. And Hearthstone seems to be like the, I guess, competitive card game of choice. Um it just I don't I don't know how popular it is over there. Uh, maybe maybe it's just something else over there. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm surprised, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, these are the games that are probably most popular over there, so that's the reason why they're mm-hmm. they're here. Um, I would have liked to see once again like another uh another FPS besides PUBG Mobile. Um, you know, if it was like Counter Strike or um you know or valorant or overwatch that might be something that they might want to try but um at least they have a somewhat variety of games uh and not just picking the ones that they they want to go yeah for, you know there's definitely a very vast variety here um there are also two other games that are just going to be demonstration events it's robot masters and vr sports um and again, this this event is happening in Hangzhou, China. Um, my the one that I'm most interested in is they're having a version of PUBG Mobile. Um, PUBG, of course, was is Player Unknown Battlegrounds, which is the um, battle royale. The reason why I'm interested in that is because when initially I started reporting about the possibility of uh, esports being included in the Olympics and the Asia Games they were initially very adamant that there would be no shooting games because they didn't want guns included or any like shooting, killing or violence really included in the, uh, in in the games that they were, they were showcasing. So that brought up a lot of controversy because a lot of the most popular games are shooting games like Fortnite, PUBG, of course, Overwatch, Call of Duty. Um, I don't know how popular Halo still is, but Halo was, had a fairly um, big scene. Um, so the fact that they are including PUBG Mobile is interesting to me, and I w- I'm really wondering what made them move away from that initial stance of we're not including shooting. It's probably just the the idea behind it, honestly, but, like, I know... Okay. Okay, wait, I might know. Um... I know that China has a very strict, like, 
rule on blood and gore. Um, even skull imagery has to be censored, which is really funny in some instances. But um, essentially, like for shooters, it would require them to like do so much stuff in order to like clean it up. Um, I don't know if that is a cause because like Overwatch doesn't have blood or anything. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that they they didn't just like go with that one. Um, but yeah, yeah they already just... have a Blizzard property in their Hearthstone. Yeah, so I don't know if that is the uh, the way how it goes. So I feel like it's interesting, but I don't know if it's like the play, you know. Hmm. So that's something. At least there's something to be looking out for esports wise. Um, that's a very big deal internationally in september um as even even though this is happening in asia and it's official and um sanctioned by the olympic commission i don't know how i don't know if this is enough to push it into the realm of acceptance in the west i don't think that like the olympics proper is going to be seeing esports anytime soon i think it's just going to be for now kind of restricted to the asia games unfortunately yeah and and another thing is like i feel like we don't need it uh Mm -hmm. we've gone over this before yeah i think the olympics needs esports more than esports needs the olympics and i honestly believe that to its maximum potential i i think that this is just you know they they want people to watch it so they pick the games that you know asia happens to have like the most representative in mm-hmm. um which i mean it's okay um i just think that you know the companies themselves make a better case for like a big event like this um i mean prime example the international uh for dota 2 it's always you know crowdfunded and it's interesting to see all of that go through you know yeah yeah um and you're echoing like what a lot of other esports professionals have said. Like when I interviewed um, the London Spitfire during this, like gesture said the same thing. It's like, we don't need the Olympics. The Olympics needs us to stay relevant because a lot of people at this point are, are not watching the Olympics. A lot of people are, they don't care about the sports that are being offered. They don't care for the, um, the ethical violations that the Olympics brings and, and all of that stuff. So um yeah i i i wouldn't be inclined to agree with both you and gesture there that i think as interesting as this would be like coming from more of a mainstream sports aspect to see how the esports scene would stack up and how it would um grow and what its place is in that space of the olympics um esports is just is going to do just fine without having to do that Whereas the, I think traditional sports kind of needs the Olympics to stay relevant. Um, so moving on to some, some poker man's things, Kevin, Yay. tell us about the poker man's. Let's talk about the new Pokemon. Um, we are going to be getting a, uh, a new Pokemon in the game. And honestly, like we kind of, we kind of saw it coming. Um, but um 
it, it is kind of an unorthodox pick, but it is Del Fox, um, the Firestarter, uh, the one with the wand, um, <laughs> the 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 spellcaster one. Um, it is really interesting to see Del Fox come into this game. Um, we don't know what the role is yet. It looks like it's probably an attacker for the most part. Um, but yeah, definitely an interesting addition after they just added Espeon as well. Um, like I feel like Espeon only came like three weeks ago. So it, it is probably something that we have to keep looking for. And I hope that, uh, I hope that it plays well. We don't have to have like some, some of the same issues of just like it being overpowered right at the start. Um, but we'll definitely have to keep a peek at it and see if, uh, how well it plays. Um, just well I'll, I'll make the announcement like later but uh hoping to make you know more time for streaming uh moving forward so we'll definitely take a peek at that uh and hopefully you know delphox as well how is balancing going with pokemon unite because i feel like there's new characters being announced so rapidly that like balances and metas or like I, I haven't played pokemon unite in forever but like i feel like the, the balances and metas must be changing fairly quickly yeah, and also once again, it it's the same way as like in other games as well. Like each region develops its own type of meta, um, and it's really interesting to see, especially playing out later later down the line. It's just like I don't know. I I find it fascinating that like uh, NA and uh, like Asia play completely differently from each other, um, and it's it's pretty it's always fun to watch like i i give them props for how well it uh it plays out but um yeah we i i like the way how the game is right now it's pretty balanced right now um and i hope that we get to you know see more of that moving forward all right so now that all the new stuff is done um we're gonna continue our trend and group all of the uh overwatch stuff together um but any any final thoughts or notes for the geeky stuff of the week for you, Kevin? It it feels like it was not that long ago. Um but yeah, uh just in terms of like gaming and stuff, uh have fun, you know. Uh keep your eyes out for games that you guys wanna wanna pick up. I know the Steam Summer Sale is going is coming up pretty soon, so uh brace yourselves for the wallet. Uh and uh how how much damage it's gonna do later down the line um but yeah there's just a lot of things that i'm i'm excited i'm excited about i hope that we get you know more pokemon unite gaming from not only yours truly um trying to make a return to streaming we could definitely uh play play whatever games we happen to have so we could we could ask for uh so much you know yeah well, thanks everybody for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to our fun little banter as always. Um, check out the Overwatch section of this week. Or sec- Why do I keep saying section? The Overwatch episode this week for all of the uh, updates on Overwatch to Overwatch 2 and a little bit of coverage of the kickoff clash. Um, and yeah, um, hope you have a great week, guys. Uh, happy June, and we'll catch you next week. Adios. Next week, we update you on the Overwatch League in the world of gaming.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us, and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Send us an email at B-L-E-A-V-N-O-W-L at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with us, you can contact the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.